0: And boom goes the dynamite.
1: It's Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back with a brand new episode of the boom. Unfortunately, Kevin Ely still lost somewhere in the wilds of Mexico. So Paul Fontaine is back again for another episode. Paul, how are you doing today, buddy?
0: I'm doing good, eh? No, that, was my, that was my bad
1: Wake. We have Kevin. Kevin yes. survived. He's back. You and Paul almost interchangeable with your salt and pepper beards. Yeah. Just <laughs> I mean, just the George Blue Fight of Game another. Media, both yeah. of you. Exactly. <laughs> How was your trip? How was Mexico?
0: It was uh it was lovely. It was great. I uh completely unplugged, uh, spent a lot of time just sitting staring at the ocean, eating free buffets. And-
1: Were you staring at the ocean contemplating your future lucha gimmick? And why are you I, okay. not wearing a mask? So,
0: right in the in the lobby of the resort we were at, they did have lucha masks, and I spent I the first that. like twenty I minutes while we were waiting for a room to you know be get our checked into our room and everything, going through the lucha masks and trying to identify for my daughters how many of them I could tell them who they belonged to, <laughs> which was about three out of four, and trying to pick bet which one I was going to buy. Yeah, they were. Did very you pretty. buy one? I did not. I I remembered I was like I'm I'm leaving here with a lucha match that I bought in Mexico, and you forgot, and I forgot, and as we were leaving, the state I was like crap, but I, I have this like Rey Mysterio mask picked out that I was gonna get, but they yeah. What I, I love is that,
1: that lucha is so omnipresent in Mexico. Yeah, because the one time I went to Mexico, we did a little day trip, and we're walking through town, and and almost every vendor had like, and it was magical to me. Back then, we didn't have wrestling toys as a kid. I was using G.I. Joe's as wrestlers. Yeah. And, uh, or we didn't have good wrestling toys. And um, they just had like a wrestling ring with these plastic molded figures mm-hmm. that were luchadors. And I immediately realized I don't need the figures. Yeah. I need that ring. Yeah. And I got that ring for like, I don't know, $3, just nothing.
0: Yeah. And I
1: used, I I wore that thing out for years.
0: My, uh my Mexican... My uh, luchador uh, name I decided was El Pollo Misterioso, the mysterious that's great. chicken. I'm
1: El, I'm El Luchacabra.
0: Oh, that's great. I love that. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I just I, I lost my mask in the hurricane, but one day soon I'll get it back, and you and I will have to do a masked like AEW AAA coverage. Okay, at some point <laughs> as a special show. All right, sounds so good. This was a big week. This is a big week in AEW. Let's start with the backstage changes. And Kevin, yeah, they could have named any names, any names here, And I would have been excited because we have now heard so many stories of wrestlers who talent relations, which is just Christopher Daniels. Mm-hmm. just totally ignore. Don't get back to the fact we now have established more of a backstage crew. Yeah, that makes me really happy, even if they've already been there, uh, and some of them have been there some of them haven't right let's go through each of them and talk about their new roles
0: okay so this is i pulled this from the press release these titles are something else i'm trying to figure out exactly what it means but okay so sanjay like how
1: chuck liddell used to be chuck liddell used to be executive vice president of not fighting for bellator for the right (laughs) got a million million dollars here to not fight for bellator yeah
0: so sanjay dutt is now he was sort of a backstage producer i think a producer probably would have been his title now he is vice president of production and creative coordination and i take that to mean he's basically leading the layout of the shows like or or executing executing
1: yeah sanjay dutt was a phenomenal wrestler he's worked for years backstage in tna and i think some other companies
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um I'm glad he's there. I'm really glad he has a backstage role. He's a really, really smart guy, and I'm sure he's going to be great at this. Yeah, QT, I'm sure he's already. I have a feeling this is like all these roles are things they're already doing. That's they what I'm thinking too. To yeah,
0: made. it's just hey, we're yeah. going to give you a title and probably hopefully a raise, uh, yeah, and some insurance or something. Uh, QT Marshall, let's hope. Yeah. Vice President of Show and Creative Coordination. So, Creative Coordination is also in his title, but Vice President of Show. So, I was trying to think, what's the difference between production and show? I, I think he's probably right. more the live events. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Planner. He's actually, he's
1: coordinating, like, things down to ring setup and security mm-hmm. and those things, perhaps. Yeah. Or he could, perhaps, be in charge of Paul White.
0: Perhaps. Yeah. A Vice President of Vice Paul President White. Vice President of Paul White Coordination. Uh right. yeah. <laughs> Pat Buck, uh Vice President of Talent Development. So that's interesting. I think that is something that, is. that um I think some people have really talked about. I'm I'm wondering I'm I'm thinking that's less like training and more on like, mm-hmm. you know, shaping your character, promos, yeah. uh, you know, how you're carrying yourself bringing, on TV, things like that. That feels like he's gonna bring a little bit
1: of that NXT aesthetic mm-hmm.
0: in. Yeah. As
1: in coordinating you need to you need to be training with Dustin Rhodes this day. You need to be working mm-hmm. on promos with so and so this day. That sort of thing is what it sounds like to
0: me. Yeah, and I don't know much I, about Pat Buck at
1: all. Like he's just sort I do of, know one thing about Pat Buck. What? That name's a work. His <laughs> actual name is like Pat. Bu- no, it is. Pat His Buchan- actual name is like, like Pat, Pat Buckley or Pat
0: <laughs> Pat Buxton, and they shorten it to Pat Buck, and he just goes with it. I actually have it right here. It's a uh, Pat Buckridge. There you go. Yeah, in the in the press release they have everyone's name. So QT Marshall is Michael Kulari and uh, Sanjay no, that okay. is Ritesh Bala. Okay. But I Which he, I
1: never knew that.
0: Yeah. Sanjay.
1: Um so Christopher Daniel, well Tony Schiavone. Tony Shivani, also Hitting known as Tony promotion. Schiavone.
0: yeah. I love that. Yep. He's senior producer, special advisor to talent. I love that. That means he's probably getting a little more authority. He's not just there to, you know, yeah. call segments and things, but I kind of like that. And he, I don't know what that title special advisor to talent means other than, you know, just sort of being like someone who's just got a lot of experience and maybe just kind of, yeah. you know, just some wisdom.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, th- I feel like he's somebody that talent will go to can go to with issues mm-hmm. other than Christopher Daniels. And um, mm-hmm. I love the fact he's senior producer because I've listened to so many of his podcasts with um that asshole conrad thompson (laughs) feel free to edit that out uh garrett i really don't give a shit um but i've listened to so many and they're phenomenal and and there were all these conversations about wanting to be a senior producer at wwe yeah that was a role he really wanted and now he's got that role in aew and i have a feeling he's going to be a really good producer you know helping to put together the shows um he's been i mean I want to see, you know, I kind of want to say he's been around for 30 years, but a large bit of that, he wasn't in wrestling. Right. And I'm just really glad he's back
0: in wrestling. Me too. What a great story that, you know, someone who really was phased out, re- pretty much retired from the business, probably, you know, the didn't. The man yeah. was
1: working at a Starbucks so he'd have insurance. That's right. That's right. Which I know a couple people that do that. I know a couple of professional photographers that I work yeah. at, like three hours a week at Starbucks right. to get insurance. But I can't imagine pulling up to a Starbucks in like 2007 and Tony Schiavone getting me my latte—that <laughs> would be mind blowing.
0: This is the greatest latte in the history of our sport. Oh yeah,
1: and I, I, it also would would ruin my day because I would not leave the
0: Starbucks, right? I'd and just he keep would keep ordering and, yeah, drinks. He would with Tony Schiavone, yeah. right? And he would get anything and done. Just either. seeing
1: how much conversation I can get.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Christopher um, Daniels. Christopher Manager Daniels Account relations, um, which he, it just, the same job he had already before. was. Yeah. Yeah. But he's sort of leading a team well, there. And then, yeah.
1: I think they were kind of saying head of talent relations before. Manager is interesting. Yeah. Manager is kind of like you said, there's probably more of a team now. Mm-hmm. And he's directing that team. And that's a positive.
0: Yeah. They listed three people. So, that are already there. Some of them we've heard of. Margaret uh, Stalvey, Chris Peck, and Mega Park. And Mega, I think, Mm -hmm. I believe, worked in the Jaguars organization and might have a law background. And she's a lawyer. Yeah. So I think those three are probably the more HR side of it, like Mm -hmm. the more legal, like, actually, let's make this a professional workplace kind of thing. And he's more the actual, like, talent relations, you know. (laughs) Let me me help you translate this actual uh, HR directive into wrestler talk.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One of the things I do like about BTE, is they've had ongoing segments for the better part of a year where he's like looking evil. He's got like a blacked out eye. He's stalking people. And when he catches them, he really just needs them to fill out paperwork for the job. (laughs) You know, it's really just like insurance paperwork. He needs really to get filed that day. Things like that. Once he finally catches them.
0: Yeah. Uh, Got to get like, get you hooked up on your flex card for your dental insurance and things. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Next, we've got Madison Rain. Yeah, that's super interesting. So they they brought her in as a coach, and then when that news broke, there were a lot of people saying, is she the coach? Is she a coach? Most people presume that that just meant she's a coach in the women's division. But yeah. then on television, on a, a lot of- they referred to her as the new head coach. Right. So I don't know if that's like a work thing for TV, but behind the scenes, she's there, you know, and then... Um, I, I the thought the that was really that it interesting. It could
1: be a work for TV. Yeah. A lot of people were at, were wondering like why Madison rain? Yeah. Like, they don't think she's that great a wrestler, but thing is I've, you, you've seen it many, many times. You can be a great coach and you weren't that great a player mm-hmm. and she's not a bad wrestler at all. Mm-hmm. And I think coach coaching is less about your skill in the ring and more yeah. about your mindset, and how you can relate to people. And maybe that she they just know she's particularly good at that because up till now, people were training with QT. People were training with Dustin, depending on what part of the country they're in. Mm -hmm. And um, I like the idea of there being kind of a coach on the road. And there's also a lot of people that could assist with that, like Serena Deeb, who used to be the Mm -hmm. head coach of NXT's women's division.
0: Yeah. And I I had in my head that Serena still was kind of a coach, but I don't know if that's the case. Yeah, or, I just don't know. Or if it was sort of an informal thing or whatever. But it's really interesting that they right. just put her on TV right away. It's kind of this kind of thing that, yeah. is, you know, it's I, like, I, I, our, yeah, go ahead.
1: Earlier in the week, they were like, yeah, we've signed her as the coach. She had, like, we're, we're not opposed to her wrestling. Yeah. And then Friday, we get her wrestling. Yeah. Like a couple days after that conversation, like, I was like, sure, I can't. I mean, why not? And then
0: boom, she's in the ring. Right. And next week, she gets a title shot against Jade Cargill. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, this is a great time in wrestling history where you
1: can kind of be working for any organization in any capacity, and you can get a world title shot in the number two organization on the planet or in America in a moment's notice. Right.
0: Madison Rain, though, she kind of flew under the radar on that because I feel like Mance Warner absorbed all the all the heat of that. But yeah. we'll get to him later. Yeah. Well, right now, since we're
1: talking about her, yeah. I literally fell asleep during Rampage, and I mm-hmm. missed her match. Mm-hmm. I haven't had time to go back and watch it. How was the match? It was fine.
0: I mean, you know, Layla Gray isn't all that great. I mean, I think you're getting to no. see, you're kind of getting to see... A similar role that um, that Serena plays in that you you get a less experienced person in there, get beat by a more experienced person, and they get good experience, and right. they're probably getting tips after the match and everything like that.
1: I guarantee you this is part of that coaching deal. Yeah. She's getting put in against somebody inexperienced that they believe has some potential. Right. They put her in with her, and if she got a decent match out of her, yeah. that's a really good sign
0: yeah so it was fine i mean it wasn't anything that made me say oh i really want to see madison rain more on tv um you know but she came off well uh her persona was wow something just happened in my kitchen into. yeah that's probably Did my cat. mexico
1: follow you back i don't think luchador. so yeah <laughs> oh i hope it's a luchador
0: yeah no, we're good a random Mysteria. I have a cat that likes to you know as many cats do just see things and knock them off especially if they look like they're gonna break
1: oh yes absolutely yeah. every cat I've ever had um okay so yeah so the Madison rain match she'd had a decent match with Layla Gray mm-hmm. that's pretty solid um and yeah she's getting a tbs style shot immediately <laughs> against a very green jade yeah that'll be interesting to see what kind of match she gets out of jade
0: it will be and it's it but it's also interesting of like i, I don't know if this is like a quick you know one and done and move her on to other things kind of thing or just establish her as a you know near top person or right you know i don't know because this you kind of look at it as like you know if you come into aw you better like lobby to get your big match in a hurry before the next person comes in. Cause you know, yeah. Athena, Athena just gets bumped back and you know.
1: Yeah. And again, I think we talk about it a lot. They probably have great plans for Athena. They'll kick in in six months to right. a year. <laughs> and until then she's just going to be floating. Yep. And I'm basically on the same level as Layla, Layla, gray. Um, by the way, real quick, since we're talking about, um, Madison rain coming in, mm-hmm. she's somebody we never once discussed being signed by AEW, she would she has not really crossed my radar much in the last few years. Yeah. But a lot of people we talked about coming to AEW are now getting re-signed by WWE. Yeah. Uh in particular Karrion Cross and Scarlet Bordeaux.
0: Right. And and brought back and, at a top level.
1: Yeah. Where where he probably should have been mm-hmm. when he got called up to the roster the first time around. And this is what we're talking about this is bad for AEW. it's good for wrestling, but mm-hmm. bad for AEW because we're seeing really high level talents that could have come to AEW mm-hmm. get put in a great position in wwe. And that's going to make other people think. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I ought to give wwe a second shot. Yeah. Especially now that Vince is no longer in the picture,
0: especially if, uh, they're able to keep paying a lot more money.
1: Yeah. Also, of course, Dakota Kai, um, yeah, Shirai, who's now Yo Sky. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot of people that got cut are being brought back by Triple H, and it makes me happy to see that he's bringing his people back because mm-hmm. he was doing really good things with them in NXT, and it also gives me a lot of hope that, fact he has the power to go out and just make that happen now yeah nobody's stopping sure. him yeah that makes me feel really good about the future of wwe
0: yeah i mean like look i've never been like a huge carrying cross fan but i've always thought that guy's tailor-made for the wwe mold yeah. and him and scarlet both and so yeah. getting getting to see him sort of pick up where he left off in nxt and and you yeah. know, number one it keeps him away from AEW because i didn't really want him in AEW. Right. Uh, but number two, uh, it's it's cool to see that somebody, um, it's like we talked two weeks ago, it's cool to see that um, he's actually going to be able to, I guess, right some of the wrongs, you know, like yeah. kind of get back to and he what, doesn't he, have a what gimp, he was trying he doesn't
1: to do. He doesn't have a gimp outfit anymore. Right.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Or carry it, at least. Uh,
0: and then, um, yeah, just... Yeah, I, I, everybody's kind of freaking out a little bit last week or two of like, Oh, now all these people wanted to jump ship or any of that stuff. And it's like this, like everyone just yeah. settle down, you know? Yeah. Um, everybody, everybody Tony has,
1: he has for years, right? Some of them he has on five year contracts. Like they're good. Like AEW's is good for a while. And the people they're bringing in now are still not people. WWE has seemed to want to bring in We're going to talk more about that in a second. Mm -hmm. But if you are someone that WWE cut and has brought back on a big contract recently for only $5 a month, you can get so much more out of fight game media at patreon.com slash fight game media. You're going to get extra bonus shows from every From every group of podcast hosts, once a month, you get extended versions of Brace for Impact and a number of other shows, once again, for only $5 a month. So if Triple H has just enriched your bank account, what's $5? You won't miss it. It's less than the price of an extra-value meal at McDonald's. So give us a shot. If you don't like us, cancel us after a month. I probably shouldn't have said that. Sorry about that, Garrett. So yeah, Um, patreon.com slash fightgamemedia. And again, always check out fightgamemedia.com. For all the latest in boxing, MMA, and pro wrestling news. What what were you saying there, Kevin?
0: I was saying just, you know, once they get to the five bucks, they'll they'll stay.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really worth it. It really is. There's some fantastic shows on this network. Um, of course, you're listening to the most fantastic show right now. Whether it's Kevin, whether it's Paul, whoever's in here with me, they're making the show. Definitely not me.
0: I did and, really. But enjoy I appreciate
1: it. everybody tuning in. Listening in, did you? Oh yeah, so you listened to the show? Yeah, last I did last week. Oh what yeah, did you think?
0: Sat and downloaded it over the Mexican Wi-Fi, which took a little while uh, <laughs> in the hotel. But uh, yeah, it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. I also <laughs> I enjoyed, I, I, I enjoyed. I really enjoyed. I enjoyed how much presence I had on the show for not being there.
1: <laughs> absolutely, you were the heart of that show. We used your heat index, and we and Paul helped helped um, define it. By the way. Your honorable mentions, did, was Paul correct in and why you picked them? Sky Blue and whoever else that was. Because it was like you had pluses and minuses. Oh, like
0: honorable mention, dishonorable. It was an honorable mention to Anna J for okay. getting a, a new push and new character. And a right? dishonorable mention for Sky Blue getting the biggest opportunity oh. she's ever had to show some character and doing absolutely nothing.
1: And respectfully shitting the bed. Yeah, pretty like much. She did nothing. Yeah, she, she did, did nothing. Zero. And I was really, I love Sky Blue. I was really disappointed. She is really young. I mm-hmm. hope she gets another shot, but she looked almost get annoyed to be there. Yeah. And it was really, that was really strange. And I've wondered for a while, like, why is Julia Hart getting more presence on TV than Sky Blue? Yeah. Who's much better, but it might just be that Sky Blue is much better in the ring and might not have... That natural presence to really understand what she needs to be doing mm-hmm. in a in a situation like that because it clearly did not come to her. Like if she was told to stand around and do nothing, she knocked it out of the park. She <laughs> was just told, "Be yourself, play your role, like you know, yeah. make your own decisions," and she just froze up and was worthless. And I hate that. My my and, then she, and she wasn't even wearing her outfit, which is the best outfit in wrestling,
0: right? Well, that, right you know, that, that's right there, that's actually like a. uh that's actually a thing to, that AEW needs to do better of, of, of like, if you're going to go out there, like, I'm not saying, you know, like, I like that they let people wear street clothes, but like, yeah. when Christian comes out as a heel, he's dressed like a heel, right? He's dressed like a heel. He's not just dressed like a dude. Yeah. Don't just wear whatever you shut up, you know, to work in. Yep. Like, you know, like Sky Blue's got her signature Chuck Taylor sneakers that she wrestles in. Like, wear those, yeah. in, you know, like. She should have had those. Yeah. And I don't remember if she did or not.
1: But QT Marshall, Vice President of Show and Creative Coordination. Yes. He should be co- helping to coordinate what these people are wearing. That's right. And the thing is, anything in television or um, anything in television or movies. Yeah. If you're not providing the wardrobe. Yeah. You tell that person, bring five options. Yes. And then someone like QT or Sanjay needs to go through those options Mm -hmm. and then say, you know, either this works or none of these works. Right. We're sending somebody out to get you some stuff.
0: You know who should be in charge of that? They should make that of like vice president of talent presentation or something is um, rebel. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. She always comes out looking like a million bucks. Yeah. And she's uh,
1: dressed for whatever it and takes she's getting-
0: dressed for the occasion. And I know that she has done like some hair and makeup work and things like that back yeah. behind the scenes in addition to to being talent for in, uh-huh. in Brit's corner. But she probably would be someone who's really good at saying like, hey, this is how to dress for TV, you yeah. know, and for the guys yeah. and the women.
1: And and the thing is, everyone's there for hours. It's not like you're you're the first time you're seeing them is when they're about to go through the curtain. Right. Everybody should have a specific time on the call sheet. All right, you get here at one p.m. Mm-hmm. At two thirty, meet with Rebel to discuss your your outfit. Right. And then you'll meet with Rebel, and you'll talk about what you'll talk about what the program is yep. and where it's heading, and what your what your your physical presentation looks like, what yeah. your wardrobe and all looks like to help further the storyline, because in the end, whether it's reality TV, whether it's cop TV, wrestling, it's TV, right? It's all TV and looks and and, and outfit and aesthetic matters. And uh, that's something A.W. has dropped the ball on a lot. Like some people look amazing. Some people don't. And it's up to those people, mm-hmm. and there should be somebody there to help those people. Right. Just like there's people there to help them with promos, somebody there to help, help them with their physical aesthetic. Yep. Good Slash point. outfit. Yep. All right. Let's see what is up next. We've got the Warner Brothers earnings report, which was not good. No, not good at all. They were expecting to make a lot of money. Yeah. They lost a lot of money.
0: Yeah. They were thinking they were going the to make is, millions, and they lost billions.
1: Billions with a B. Yeah. Thing is, I think this merger is a great merger, but it's, it's, there's clearly going to be losses for a while. They're, they're, they're currently, I know, uh, from the people I know at Discovery, like they're, they're giving people big packages to leave, mm-hmm. big packages to leave because they, they're, they're double and tripled up on, on people in, in the same positions. Yeah. The two companies and they're needing to clear people out. And, and that sucks for people I know, but, It also sucks for AEW that right now they're in the whole, AEW is a cheap program, and they've been featuring AEW in some of their presentations Mm -hmm. as being um, a big part of this merger. But the question is, is that, are they featuring them because they're cheap? Right. How much do they value them? Will they double? Will they double the contract? Will they triple it? Because right now there's not a lot of options yeah. for A.W.
0: Or will they just now, say, hey, we like you very much. We will be happy yeah. to pay you exactly what we're paying you right now.
1: Yeah. Now, if you work at A.W. and you're hearing this right now, of course, the Reels Network, who have the number one show on TV Friday and Saturday nights, would also love to have the number one TV show on Wednesday and Thursday nights, let's say. Yeah. Give me a call. Let's talk. Yeah. That will never happen, but that would be awesome.
0: Hey, you never know.
1: Even something like MLW coming to the network that would it would be so awesome. A ring of Honor,
0: but, perhaps
1: Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor would be absolutely fantastic at Reels. It would be a great home. Yeah. Um, we are of course one of the only independent networks left in television. Um, so they expected to make seventeen million. Yeah, they lost three point four billion. <laughs> Uh, clearly, they need to go through their roster of people. Yeah. There are thousands and thousands of people. Vince Russo is clearly on that list somewhere, and you've got to, you've got to, you've got to smoke him out. You've got to smoke <laughs> him out. Just like Impact was told to get their TV deal, they couldn't have Vince Russo right. on the payroll, right? And they had him on the payroll and hit it. Yep, he is clearly hiding somewhere in Warner yep. Brothers Discovery for that massive loss to happen. Right, you got to smoke out Vince Russo, and you got to do it quick. Yeah. So they're in the process of cutting four to five billion dollars. Mm. So basically, Chris Jericho's contract right. <laughs> uh, would clear most of that up, from what I understand. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, Chris Jericho, I've been out for a while on him. As great as he is, this week I'm high on Chris Jericho. Okay. Yeah. So and yeah, I brought this up a while back. Real. And you've got this in your notes. Yeah. Reality TV shows cost 250 to $500,000 an episode. Mm-hmm. AWs make cost $325,000 an hour. And what I mean by cost, because I had this, this issue in, in the fight game media group is that is how much money they get paid by Warner media right. per hour. Right. you 25,000.
0: That's irrelevant You're to how much it costs to produce the episode. Right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's what the, it's what, what AEW costs Warner Brothers.
0: Yeah,
1: and so Warner Brothers could double that to six fifty, and it would simply be on the high end of their reality shows. Yeah, where, um, and they they would double their money; they'd still be a very cheap program. But I think Tony needs more than that. I think AEW does need more than that. Yeah, you know, they Especially need. Especially if they're they going to need- start
0: competing, if contract situations exactly. get really competitive.
1: Exactly. You pointed out WWE gets nearly $2 million an hour. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it all comes down to how much Warner values them. I'm sure I think they would be willing to pay them because they do such good ratings mm-hmm. more than a normal reality show. So above 500000 But when you get up to $2 million, you start getting to the cost of... Um, of non-reality shows. Right. You Which, start getting into the cost it, it takes to produce like a Westworld type situation. And,
0: they are and not, that's what they're do wanting. do not to seem to be from. into that.
1: No, they do not seem to be into that They just at all.
0: canceled, uh, what's the show with the train? Oh, Storm. Oh. A uh, uh, Snowpiercer. Thank God. They just canceled Snowpiercer. Snow Piercer.
1: I've never seen Snowpiercer because I refuse to watch a show completely set on a train. <laughs> now, that's the complete opposite. As a kid, I would have loved it. Yeah. I was train obsessed even into my teens. I would have been into it, but no, not so much. That was an expensive show. And I don't think, I don't think it got the ratings of the AEW Yeah. Gets. Right. And they were paying, I think maybe 3 million an episode for that. Maybe more than that. Well, that appears to be very And
0: obviously, and obviously you know way better than me. So, uh, tell me if you think I'm wrong or, or on the right track, but it seems like discovery and, uh, what's his name is Zaz, as, Yeah. Um, they are not necessarily... They are in the business of making money in media. Yes. They are not in the business of creating content. Right. So they are only right. interested in, in the bottom line, at this, especially Both, right now. The
1: highest ratings you can get for the cheap, for the lowest yeah. dollars. Right. That's what they're about. And that's been... And the thing is, Discovery has been king of that. But the thing is, it's worrisome because... And this is going to be a very basic thing that I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. Some people are going to say it's sexist, but I'm generalizing. Yeah. Discovery and Discovery Plus has everything most women want in television. Murder shows. Yeah. My 600 pound life. All that. It is the ultimate streaming service for all reality TV. Yeah. Loads of men love it. I have it. But mainly it is like they've got women on lock. That's Magnolia Network, right. HGTV, et cetera.
0: Yeah, that's that's their own slide deck. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Saying that. And uh, yeah. And HBO has kind of the men. It's yeah. got the 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 like the DC universe. It has all these like right. masculine aggressive properties. And HBO forever has been the premier, well, for twenty years has been the premier network for really high level scripted television. Right. Your Sopranos. And and so they've got the men there and it's a great marriage but it's not a great marriage if you start getting away from shows like the sopranos right and like oz and and, and the wire mm-hmm. and i know i'm going way back but like these are the classic yeah. shows yep. that define hbo and hbo mm-hmm. max and if you lose those yeah. that's really damaging both like they don't need to just gobble up another property and make it all reality tv that's an issue right and right now for for whatever reason they've now taken magnolia network with chip and joanna Gaines, Mm -hmm. and it's still on discovery plus but they've also moved it to hbo max Mm -hmm. and i'm wondering if that's
0: an experiment to see to see if that audience hbo viewers will take to that type of program right and i wonder if that's why it is it sounds like a done deal that hbo max and discovery are going to merge but, summer but, of summer of 2023 yeah but the experiment seems to be okay so how do we present this do they need to be yeah. completely overlapped like i i i am a big fan of hbo max if 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 it just starts getting intertwined where my prestige tv is like in the same little hub as the yeah. the diy shows and everything it's going to be really annoying yeah. uh,
1: i hope they have it set up where you like log in to hbo hbo discovery hbo right. plus whatever it's yeah. called and then and, and then you you can hit you know hbo side right. discovery side right and it's all right there in one app but you can kind of yeah you can go to your disney, does that, really or well. your disney does that really well
0: disney does that yeah they well. do the marvel section here's a national geographic section yep. and you know here's the top I'm the top they stuff do that. at the top and if they do that there is room for aew to have a home there
1: there really is and i think aw could be a huge benefit to them mm-hmm because um, if you if you look at HBO like AEW's YouTube, it's millions of people, yeah. and there are millions of people. I think that I think there's more than that one million that watch AEW every week that could potentially subscribe, and especially for the ROH library, the AEW library. Right. I think it could be a big part of it, and I can see logging into a screen and it's like, oh, HBO, mm-hmm. HGTV, mm-hmm. Travel Channel, AEW, and you can just pick your thing and go t- deep dive into it, yeah. and um. But also, like, I have HBO Max for free because of... Me too. at and Yep. And then um, I also have Discovery free due to my friendship with Chippa Chippa a game. <laughs> I just... Basically, what I'm saying is the thing I need out of this merger more than anything is for it to continue being free for me personally. Yes. That's my That's main concern line. at the moment. Right, That's the bottom line. Exactly. No, I am excited because, again, I have both. I'm into both. Um... And I really want AEW to have a home there. And I think together they have 95 million subscribers. Yeah. Like that is a lot of people that could potentially get exposed to AEW.
0: And I think I read there's only like 10% overlap or something between the two.
1: Yeah. That's the powerful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's crazy. And that's why I do think it was a smart buy, but you have to keep supporting both. Right. You can't make one like the other you're going to lose those subscribers and lose them quickly Yeah. because i know with me if money's tight for a month i'll just let one go oh easy and like Mm -hmm. no problem and i know a lot of people that do that Mm -hmm. all the time yeah like they'll have a they'll have apple apple tv or apple plus or whatever for two months they've watched everything they drop it yep six months later new show starts they pick it up like um they will lose subscribers really quickly if they don't support it with new
0: programming and that's where AEW can come in because you'll have ongoing programming that doesn't. Yeah. It's not a here's the next season and wait another year for the season after that.
1: You AEW is always going. Yeah. And you will have a million plus fans mm-hmm. always there for it. Yeah. Always. And so fingers crossed. I really hope they can work out
0: a deal. I really do. Um, let's see. What is next here? got a couple little news items one of this is this we should have led with this before we move on okay what i like this question you've got here yeah should aew be praying for a wwe sale oh yeah that was an interesting um thing that i've heard some people batting about is that if wwe were to sell and be Mm -hmm. owned by someone they would probably get exclusive rights meaning if uh say for instance nbc universal buys WWE outright they probably will not want to keep uh giving it to Fox yeah so yeah. um you know they they currently have two suitors basically right now for yeah. because they have so many properties or and so many shows I believe shows. The
1: NBC Universal is paying them I remember I may be off here something like almost like a it's it's you a You remember lot. how much it was per year? It's like a billion dollars. Yeah, it's crazy and the thing is i think it was like 4 billion over however many years and that mm-hmm. could be way off here i'm going to try and look this up so i don't just sound like a complete moron but i remember i remember thinking for double the price they were paying for 4 years mm-hmm. they could buy the they could buy the whole company and have it forever yeah
0: yeah some someone somewhere and, and i might have these numbers way off but someone somewhere said like within like 5 years they would have made back you know yeah. they would have paid off their um their their investment of programming rights and ECW paid a billion dollars for the WWE network yep let me see and say. that's just for the network and pay-per-views yeah and that's um, not for the programming
1: um, yeah and then
0: Raw and, NXT. and I believe, NXT's not much but
1: i believe WWE is valued again i'm I'm going to be a little off here i think 5 billion full i think four. yeah i was going to say 4 to 6 something in there yeah um, and so, yeah, for the cost of. of right.
0: I mean, and it's a lot of money. But when from, you're
1: paying a billion for the network, you can get the entire thing, yeah. everything forever. For Yeah. For, for, for
0: like four times that. Right. Why wouldn't you do it? it? Makes no sense not to. Right. And then they get um, they can get Smackdown or they can keep licensing it out, you know, and making yeah. money that way. But Fox paid a billion dollars for five years. OK. And they're three years into it, I think. Yeah. So that was in two twenty nineteen. 2019. So almost. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So they're right. they're It's going to be coming up in about a year.
0: Yeah. So if Fox is freed up and Fox was like, Hey, we really liked having wrestling. It did well for us in We want more live programming and they don't be of WWE. They yeah. might be a player, you know, to I think so. You know? Yeah. Or if, uh, WWE gets bought by, Disney and, you know, makes an ESPN deal or something like that or ABC, then now Disney Universal has been depending on uh, wrestling to be some of their top programming for years and years and years. And they might be interested, yeah. you know? So yeah. I, th- I think a sale would help AEW in that it would probably take one of the players off the board that is interested in having wrestling programming.
1: Of course, I'm going to go the craziest route possible because that's what I do. <laughs> yep. What if... What if Tony Khan bought WWE <laughs> and brought that to HBO Max? Yeah. All wrestling, WWE, AEW, all of it, ROH. And he did it right. He could actually have real invasions. There's so many things. And the thing is, they have the money. I yeah. think it would be tight, but they've got the money where they could put together like a, a maybe a couple partners and purchase it. And there's no chance that hey, that Tony Khan hasn't thought about this.
0: Oh, I'm sure he's when thought. He's about laying it. in bed yeah. at night
1: with his notebook. Yeah. He's worked this over a million times. Problem is, it's he not tried to happen. book it all himself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the thing. He would try and book everything himself. My God. He'd book, yeah, all three promotions. Oh, man. He'd have all three promotions and he'd still be bringing the guys in from GCW. Let me tell you a crazy story from this weekend. Okay. So, of course, I'm running social media for. On Patrol Live, number one show on TV Fridays and Saturdays, right. and we're trending number three on Twitter. And they have a tweet. They have a tweet from somebody like to show, like, like right under where like number three trending on Patrol Live, and they show this tweet. And I click on the tweet to see who this guy is, and I see that he is a producer for On Patrol Live, a guy I've never heard of. And then when you dig further in his bio, he's also a producer for MLW. So that is something, I don't know. It's just a random thing, wrestling related. I'm going to try. I want to look into, I want to meet, I want to talk to this producer. And I think uh, Reel's network should talk to this producer, but I thought that was really interesting. Okay. You're going to be the deal maker. uh, Oh man. Thing is like the network is growing. It's, it's, it's like went from when I signed up, we were the number, I think the number 73 biggest network. And now we're considered top 20 after just two or three weekends. And that needs to be supported with some other programming. And I know wrestling has done wrestling shows do very well. I'm going to be having some conversations. I'll probably get um, banished back to my office in the basement. (laughs) It's not actually in a basement, but let's just say it's in the basement. Social media people. Um, But I'm definitely going to talk to somebody about this. Um,
0: Let's see. Okay. What's next, Kevin? Matt Bernard's hurt. Oh my! God. Daddy Magic out indefinitely. Oh my god! I know. It's
1: like every, like he he broke everything. The man broke everything. Yeah. And I actually hold on. Let me pull this up. I've got his. I've got a screen cap here of his wording of this injury, and it's phenomenal. I probably will not be able to find it. Um. You don't have it, do you?
0: No, I have the YouTube clip where he he did it.
1: As I'm trying to find it, I've literally punched my microphone. I've dropped my glasses (laughs) on the ground. I I am a piece of work over here, man. Let's see. Is this it? Yes. June 29, Detroit, Michigan, blood and guts. Big cage match. This is not Donald Trump speaking. This is Matt Menard. Two rings. Hell of an ordeal. Very early on in that match, I kind of get dumped on my head by Santana. It wasn't pretty. Ended up actually tearing parts of my shoulder, my labrum, my rotator cuff. If you're wondering, geez, Daddy Magic, early on in the in the match, didn't you climb on top of the cage to save Chris Jericho? Didn't you climb on top of the cage to save Chris Jericho with a torn shoulder? With your shoulder torn to shreds? The answer is yes. I'm basically a hero. The good news here is that it doesn't look like it's going to require surgery. We're rehabbing it, injecting some stem cells into the shoulder. Bad news is I'll not be able to participate in the events for whoever it is yeah. he's talking to. So, yeah. Yeah. All that was destroyed, and he still climbed to the top of the cage. Still did his work. Right. Still looked like a million bucks. That's right. This is the reason the man is called Daddy Magic. Yeah. He's got stem cells flowing through his body. Right. M- mitochlorians. I think he got an injection of them yeah. as well. There's just no stopping him. It's, there's no stopping him? Doesn't no. even need
0: surgery. No. And he's throwing the muscle. Do it all.
1: That's the stem cells. Yeah. That's what. That's what's causing that. Oh, my God. He's going to be a whole new man. He's going to look like, I don't know, Don Morocco by the end of this. He's going to be the six. I really don't even know why I I picked Don Morocco.
0: (laughs) No, but I do exactly what you meant when you said that. (laughs) Don (laughs) Morocco had that one giant vein going down his bicep that looked like it was like a fire hose. And he was
1: just like not necessarily as muscular, just really thick and not fat, just yeah, super thick. And I just want to see. I just want to see. A Matt Menard, where it looks like somebody's just been inflating him with a pump. That's <laughs> what I want. Pump. I want those type of right. steroids. Yeah, bike pump. Exactly. he like one of those little rubber. Down.
0: Like one of those little rubber dolls when you squeeze it and their eyes pop out of their head. He'd be like That's that. That's
1: exactly right. Oh my God. And the thing is, he already looks like that half the time. He looks right. like somebody's squeezing him and his eyes are popping out. Either way, he's one of my favorite people in AEW. Yep. I hate that he's injured, but I also love that. It is clear they're not taking him off TV. Yeah, he's on this week. He belongs on TV. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great. And also, it no longer feels weird that he and Angelo Parker are in the JAS. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel weird anymore, especially since we've got the new Anna J angle, which is bizarre, really weird. Anna JAS is just hulking up. Losing her mind and choking out whoever's there. Yeah. We're lucky Tony Shavani even survived. Right. One member of the staff, I think 100 percent dead. She choked him out. Right. She's screaming the whole time, but her eyes weren't screaming. No. Anna, your eyes need to scream when you scream. That's yes. all I gotta say yeah. on that.
0: Yeah, it's it's, um, it's 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 not great. But I tonight, but I am I am here for uh Matt Mernard and Angelo Parker being vice presidents of Anna J Coordination.
1: Yes, and I'm also here for um anna j heel outfit the anna j heel outfit era i'm here (laughs) for that and i'm not even that big a fan like everybody like before you've told me like when she did really well in that in that reddit poll you're like well yeah everybody thinks she's hot and i'm like really yeah like i think she's pretty yeah but it never really did it but heel anna j it's next level yep all right
0: yeah you know what i think i forgot to put it on the list but that just reminded me because i was going to say it's not even fair like it's that uh anna j and tay are in the same faction right but you know but that they're just yeah
1: that's a the thing is i'm just like that's a hell of a friendship like they're going like right (laughs) one's not leaving the other behind
0: yeah that's good
1: Uh, i kind of like that
0: and uh tay and uh sammy got married this weekend
1: that's right. The pictures are all over Instagram. Yep. I haven't really had a chance to look. I saw one. It looks like they had a beautiful wedding. Yep. Uh, I have a feeling I have a feeling Sammy Guevara is deep is deeply in debt and he is <laughs> gonna need to be he's gonna need to win every battle royal he's in to get that big paycheck. Yeah. This did not look like a cheap affair. Yeah. I know he makes good money. Right. I don't know if he makes that kind of
0: money. Yeah. I don't know. Because
1: he was doing he was he was living on Wrestle Circus money for a while. Right. Very good little federation out of Texas. That's true. Maybe they did it on vlog money. Yeah. These days you could throw a hell of a wedding on vlog money. That's true. And not not even touch not even touch your per diem, man. (laughs) Gets. uh, I was about to go into the whole per diem uh, Arrested (laughs) Development spiel, but I decided I need to stop myself. Yeah. Um. We've we uh we are here in mourning today for Mm -hmm. the death of Team Taz. Yeah. And it's interesting that AEW seems to eliminate a number of a number of times now. Mm. We've had the elimination of multiple factions at once. Yeah. As in, we have seen the death of Team Taz. Mm-hmm. We've seen the death of American Top Team. They're no longer around. Ethan Page is a free agent. Scorpio Sky is doing something. I don't know what, but he's, he's doing something. Um, And it's good. I think Team Taz is the future of AEW in a lot of ways. And that powerhouse Hobbs is is a phenomenal addition yep. to the single scene. His squash match showed exactly what we want to see. I think out of, absolutely. Out of powerhouse Hobbs. Ricky Starks is going to be a single star. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think it'll take him very long at all to get to the level of Darby Allen. And uh, and and frankly, I think if he was had been a single already, he would have already been there. And uh, and of course, Hook is Hook is going to be a legend one day. He's a Hall of Famer, um, <laughs> in his first year. Yeah, and we are we are blessed to be able to watch this happen.
0: Yeah, pretty much the inaugural member of the uh, Boom Hall of Fame was That's uh, exa- Hook. yes, absolutely. We
1: have have one member right now, and it is Hook. It is Hook. That's it. Hundred yep. percent.
0: Yeah, I mean they're all in good places. It's it's kind of weird. I, I, at first, I thought it was weird that like they had this going and they didn't turn it into a story. They just sort of ended. Yeah. it. But I think they just realized like, you know what? Taz is, you know, Taz is full-time commentator now. And, uh, and not just on dark and elevation. And, yeah. um, uh, and so it's best to just sort of, you know, cut it, um, you know, just cut it short and move on. Yeah. Um, and
1: Taz is great. He's a great commentator. Mm-hmm.
0: And the thing is, Taz, I'm
1: sure will be back doing something with somebody at some point, yeah. but right now he doesn't need to. And I love where he is. Yeah. And I love that. Everybody's getting their own storyline. Will Hobbs has the best sneer in professional wrestling. Maybe <laughs> ever. Yes. And so I'm really glad he gets to continue that sneer as a heel. Yeah. And Ricky Starks is just a lovable dude. It's And hook is just an awesome guy to watch again. Yeah. He does things in the ring. We've never seen before, and he's going to continue doing it. And they all three have their own thing going. And I love that now we're getting to see it. And of course, of course, it starts with Hobbs versus Starks. And that could go for a few months. But beyond that, I can't wait to see what they get up to.
0: Right. It was kind of weird. By the way. Go ahead.
1: Oh, no. You say your thing. They'll say mine because it's out of left field. Okay.
0: (laughs) Uh, I I didn't love Starks like immediately going like we're being recruited by QT Marshall.
1: No, 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 absolutely not. Keep QT out of this. This is a storyline that has potential. Keep QT where he is. He is, let me see how to put it. He's like a sucker fish that only grabs on to like corpses. (laughs) Like he's going to bring you down to dark elevation. Right. No matter where you are, he will bring you down to that level. Right. Stay like, but the thing is we've had a lot of people. Who kind of got their big break and their first their first move was to beat down QT. Yeah, but we don't need to see that every time. It's like every time, right? That's the move. Right. You got to beat up QT. Like Hook already did it. We don't need we don't need to see Ricky Starks do it.
0: Right. Also, randomly, Nick Camerado is suddenly dressing in like with a he's beardless. Got like a bowler hat and a sucker.
1: I think he's um. I don't know. It looks like he drives like a really nice rickshaw in Hong Kong, maybe. Right. <laughs> or like pulls one. I just don't know what's going on there. I loved the beard. I hate that it's gone, but yeah. I hope they're doing something with him. Uh I like him. I guess. By the way, September 5th, yeah, twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Am I right? No. So, September no, I'm when okay, I need to find this out. Hold on.
0: September 5th, 2019. What is the date
1: of the all, first all-in pay-per-view? Uh,
0: 2018, I believe.
1: Yes. Let's see. I need to find this date here. September 1st, 2018. Kevin, mm-hmm. September 1st, 2022. Mm-hmm. I think we should do our first ever Boom Hall of Fame induction podcast. Okay. And that every year we should pick a couple of people. how We can talk about it with Garrett, how many people to put in our Hall of Fame mm-hmm. from AEW. Okay. Maybe three per year, something like that. And if you're listening, hit us up on Twitter, at Kevin Ely, at Peppermint Fatty, and uh, help, help, help us form the ideas for this show. All right. And I think that would be a lot of fun. Clearly, Hook is already in. He's,
0: yeah, he's already he's in.
1: He's going to be the, 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 the Hook Hall of Fame. Uh, his name is going to be in it. And we'll, of course, add three people to that list.
0: All right. I like that first. idea. I like that idea. Do a lot. you? Okay, yeah.
1: good. Awesome. Yeah. And that, of course, comes from your comment earlier. Um, let's see. So we've talked to Matt Minar. We've talked Team Taz. Um, do you want to talk Battle of the Belts before Heat Index or after? We could pro- so probably, probably all covered be covered in the other. Heat
0: Index if we just want to yeah. get into it.
1: So let's start with yours. Okay. I will... I will I will voice my differences okay. very loudly.
0: Yeah. But uh let's get going. This one's very hard this week is very hard because I feel like you could have had ten people in it because there were just it was just spread out very evenly. It's a good week. Yeah. Yeah. This week. Uh my uh You've got an honorable and a dishonorable mention. I yeah, because I can't decide. Uh okay. but I have Mance Warner on there. I spent most of the afternoon preparing for this show arguing with uh some people on Twitter about Mance oh, warner and
1: arguing with some fight game media people
0: yeah mostly arguing about things they weren't really arguing about but right. uh you know there was a guy we were engaging i was engaging in 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 quality discussion uh, about the pros and cons of Mance warner because um i was a little triggered because oh when they announced him and uh i watched him on it because i think he did he did a uh, uh match on elevation to uh-huh. like say like you know and he and he wrestled yeah, serpentico he to know, man serpentico yeah. and he went i don't want to say 50 50 but he went 60 40 with serpentico right and i watched him and, and i have was to like, wonder hmm.
1: go ahead i think that was probably mistaken probably on his part yeah i don't know how much freedom they're given but i think they're probably given a lot especially on dark and dark elevation right and he has been an indie star for a long time in mlw yep. he's wrestled in gcw mm-hmm. And I think he thought, I'm on. T- I, I'm going to be on a big YouTube show. I'm going to have a really good, a good match, match with my buddy Serpentica. Right. You know, and he wasn't thinking, I need to be dominant because I'm about to wrestle right. the champion. Right. I really like Mance Warner. I've liked him for a while. Okay. I was going to ask um, you
0: if you were familiar with him before, because this is all new to me. He's yeah. he's totally new to yeah.
1: me. I've seen him in MLW, and and years ago, I heard Tony Schiavone brag on him because that was actually Tony's entrance back in wrestling. Was commentary for MLW. That's right. Um, And he really bragged on Mance Warner, so that made me pay attention to him, and I've seen him in GCW a lot, mm-hmm. and I really like him. And I always thought I'd like him better if he was toned down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think you know if 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 Mark Briscoe ever got injured, mm-hmm. Mance Warner would be a great fill in as part of the Briscoes. He's he's not quite as violent. Not quite as country, not quite as wild. Mm-hmm. But he's the same type of guy. He wrestles in like muddy boots. Um, I like that they at least they prefaced his entrance on Friday mm-hmm. against John Moxley with a clip on Wednesday showing he won this major battle royal yep. at Ric Flair's last match, and I, I it was almost like by winning it he got the match, but right. they didn't say that. Yeah, but I like that they kind of insinuated that. And um, it felt very much like the Cody Rhodes Open Challenge, mm-hmm. and that you were getting an indie guy that a lot of people don't know. And I love that he gave Moxley a really good match. It was the match that I would expect, which is really good back and forth with Moxley eventually dominating because Moxley's simply a bigger, a tougher brawler. Um, I really, really liked it. Um, I do. I, I assume not that many fans knew who he was. Mm-hmm. But that's something I like out of AEW and understand it's not best for the ratings. Yeah. It may not be the best to get the crowd fired up. And it is a little questionable to be doing it for titles. But again, they established that was something Cody Rhodes did. Yeah. And Moxley well, was a title champion. Match. It was like it a was title qualifier match. match. They
0: called it an eliminator which match, is, which is not yeah, proper use of the words. Weird. Yeah.
1: And we keep having to remember Moxley's not the champion, he's only the interim. Right. Champion. Right. And so that was all very strange. I don't like the title qualifier whatever. Yeah. It should have just been like this is a non-title match or this is a title match, yeah. one or the other. Mm-hmm. Just say that. It's a match. <laughs> be done. And it's just a really good match. Yeah. And um and it was just kind of a and it was kind of a filler because we're building to the Jericho match. Yeah. Which is coming up I think next week. Next right? week, yeah. Not even on a pay per view.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I I I think I just had a weird reaction to Mance. Maybe it was because I was on vacation. But uh, when I saw that he was, you know, going to be on there. I'm on vacation. I'm
1: relaxing. I'll be damned if I have to learn a new wrestler. That's right. No, I am not standing for this. I'm not learning anybody.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't so yeah, much. Give I, I give Mark. what got stuff. me worked up on Twitter was I felt like there were a lot of people bagging on people saying, oh, you you know, if you have to Google someone or, you, you know, like You know, that people were like mad that they had to learn a new wrestler or whatever. And it's like, that's not why I'm, that's not what was bothering me. I like, I like them bringing in new people. I like saying like, Hey, here's this guy. You've never heard of him, but he's awesome. And we're giving him a shot. I love that. I love it. in storyline and I love it for the real people. It was when I saw him, I think it was because just recently I had watched, I'm trying to find the YouTube video, but I haven't been able to find it since it was a video of Paul Heyman. Talking about bringing uh, Steve Austin to ECW, you know the famous story yeah. of like when he got fired from ECW yeah. and he came and did all these shoot interviews and you know kind of invented the Stone Cold character right there in ECW. And yeah. Paul Heyman, that was a that was a crazy time to be a
1: pro wrestling yeah. fan.
0: So Paul Heyman's a great storyteller. He's telling the story about Steve Austin got fired. I called him up on the phone and said, "Hey, Steve, what are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm just drinking some, drinking some beer," you know, and he and. <laughs> And, and Paul Heyman does the really great Steve Austin impression. Right. And he's like, well, God, I guess I'll come cut a promo for you. And then I watched this Mance Warner promo. And I think this guy is just doing Paul Heyman doing Steve Austin. Like his voice sounded exactly like your drunk friend doing Steve Austin the way I just did it, which is really bad and, and, I, have and I, be, okay. I have not been able that's to that. it might be but I have not been able to the thing is
1: that is a really good explanation for your unease with mance Warner yeah because you would just listen to that 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 yeah. YouTube and if it sounded exactly this like, by the way I really need us to do a, any any bonus show where you do that voice the entire time <laughs> okay I would I would pay so much more than five dollars for fight game media, if yeah, I got that'll that, that'll be on the Patreon. Show.
0: That's that's Patreon only. There you go. That's that. Uh, you don't get that. For that was just people. a little teaser. You don't yeah.
1: get that. For, yeah, that. Yeah, but that, that's that one, you yeah. got to do a little, little, little bonus fee there, right? Like like the free only fans that you've got to pay for the, the good photos <laughs> right. for. That's what this is. Um, okay, so that's fair. So are you giving him an honorable mention or a dishonorable mention? Because I'm I'm giving him an honorable, and yeah. I kind of had him at number five okay,
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't dispute that i I, I would give an honorable but it's mention I liked him for a while. okay, I think there are enough people uh like you and Sam and the people I've talked to about it that are like we're excited to see him and have been fans of him for a yeah. while that I'm like, I trust the fact that there's more to this guy than I see right now. I okay. didn't love the match with Mox. I didn't hate it. It was fine. I'm just sort of skeptical of people who whenever I say tell me about this guy, they say, oh, you need to see his death matches. Because to me,
1: see, and I don't, I, and I've not, I've seen a few of his death okay. matches. Yeah, I th- I like him better without the death
0: match. Well, that's I good. Really do right because it's like the Briscoes can do death matches, but like they can, yeah. you know, Moxie can do breath death matches, but he can also do the G one. And to he me, a, a guy, guy. I, I look at him and I see the stereotype that I see is the broken glass death match guy who takes all his mannerisms from more successful characters. Right. And has cobbled together the sort of personality that the local people get into because he's theirs. Right. But then when he comes on the big stage, you realize, oh, he's just a knockoff. He's just an amalgamation of uh, you know, Steve Austin's voice, redneck version of Eddie Kingston's gear, and physicality of the Briscoes.
1: See, and I think he is an amalgamation of I think he's Briscoe's light in a way. Mm-hmm but he also is a a pretty good wrestler as in he is a very good brawler. He's clearly not at Jay Briscoe level. Clearly. No, but very few people in wrestling.
0: Right, Sure. That's not a fair comparison. Yeah.
1: But he's also a good, he's like, like Jay Briscoe. He's also a fairly good wrestler. Again, he's, he's not, I don't know. He's not Dean Malenko, but he's a good wrestler. And I do hope the thing is you could be right. We could get him in here and all he wants to do is have death matches with Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, right. in that case, I don't want him in AEW. But if he is a Briscoe-like character, mm-hmm. and he really is, I believe, like uh, that dude in real life, like I'm down for that because we can get, we can't get the Briscoes, but I do like that character. I grew up in the South. I know those guys. Oh, yeah. That is a character we don't have in AEW, and he could be it. Yeah. Um. And so we'll see what we'll see what he brings to the table. Yeah. He's, he's one and one now. Um, we'll find out if he's all elite probably pretty soon. Yeah.
0: So I give him an honorable. I, the only, that's fair. I, I the, the only thing I kind of put him on the line for was that not so much him, but like I felt like they could have presented him in a way that would have gotten people more excited about him than just like, here's, they a,
1: could have done more. They could have shown more clips. They've got, he could have brought I him in. as like, actually,
0: here's my guy. He's the southern version of me, and I'm going to bring him into, you know, take yeah. on the J S This battle Royal
1: Mox he, could have you said,
0: know, you know what? I'm going to have a tune up fight for Jericho. I'm going to find the toughest yeah. SOB I can find. is this exactly. guy, Vance Warner, you know, there's plenty of ways they could have 60 brought him seconds, in. It would have been more 60 yeah.
1: second promo. Yeah. At right after the, like they show, they, he does that promo. They show the clip of the battle Royal. Boom. You're done. Yeah. You, add, it adds one minute of TV. Yeah. And that should have been on dynamite. Right. Um, <laughs> all right. So, that's our honorable mention. Give
0: yeah. us your number five. I got Jay Lethal. He just. He has had a big week. He's had a big week. I mean, he. He, he was in he the kept, main
1: event of Ric Flair's last match. He basically match.
0: kept Ric Flair alive during his last match.
1: We don't know that Ric Flair was alive the entire match. I think he would. I think he checked out for, for a little alive. bit. Yeah. There were some situ. I watched that match live and only watched the second half. And I think that's why I didn't quite understand what I was seeing. Mm hmm. Cause I just assumed Rick had been laid out from like this major beating, but no, he was laid out from a suplex yeah. and never got back up. Right. He ended up winning the match, I believe with figure four, but he, he couldn't get up. Yeah. He tried to put on brass knuckles. He couldn't do it. Yep. He, he admitted that he like, he said he passed out the match he, in the, yeah. in the ring. He said, I passed out. <laughs> yes. So Jay lethal kept one of the greatest wrestlers of all time yep. alive. Kudos to
0: Jay the, this was the line I, I, I wish I had sat down and written it better, but the line that I kept thinking of during this was the, the legend of Ric Flair was that he could have a great match with a broomstick and he went out in his last match, he was the broomstick.
1: Oh my God. That's so great. That's so great. Yeah. If you keep going, if you keep wrestling long enough, you're going to become that broomstick every time. So
0: I give Jay Lee a lot of credit for that. He was the guy who helped, helped him train for it. Whether it was wise Had or a, not, we don't know. But, yeah. you know, he did a Had good, a good job.
1: orange cat. I love is, that Orange
0: Cassidy match.
1: I imagine that Jay Lethal was put in a situation where he's thinking Rick is going to do this no matter what. Yes. I can either help train him or he can get somebody else to help train him that's not going to be as good as me. Yep. I'm going to help train him. Yep. I Just to help keep he him alive. Yeah. Great match with Orange Cassidy. The best friend's trench coat spot I, <laughs> I wanted I to hear loved, what you thought, yeah. But it didn't go anywhere. Like, no. nothing happened. Did Satnam
0: knock them over? No. Nope. If he did, That's I missed what, it. If he had, I would have liked it. They came out and it it, been, Satnam basically begged off, which didn't look good for Satnam. I think if Satnam I had just punched seen, Chucky in the face.
1: You take Trent Beretta by the neck. Yeah. And you lift him up and it lifts trim it lifts chuck up as well like oh, he lifts so both good. of them up <laughs> off the ground and then just drops them and you see them yeah. tumble apart yeah that's that would have been a 10 out of 10 spot instead it was a failure and it could have been great
0: yeah it could I, have been great i was thinking satten was going to punch chucky in the face and yeah. then call it as if he punched uh trent in the crotch
1: <laughs> oh that would have been great when Shrimp Beretta becomes the yam bag. Yeah. I'm sorry, Chuck Taylor becomes
0: the yambag. Chuck, yeah, he's the yam bag, Chuck Taylor.
1: Um, which by the way, I wanna I want to say something briefly about best friends. Uh-huh. I dearly love best friends,
0: yeah. I love the goofy well established but Hall of Fame
1: contenders. Yes, and clearly. Um, five star wrestlers. But Shrimp Beretta could actually be a title contender. He has everything it takes to be on top of a federation or, you know, that U.S. title picture, Mm -hmm. that IC title picture, TBS title picture. And he seems to be willing to give that up to goof around with his buddy. Yeah. And good for him. But I would really like to see him get that shot at some point as a singles guy. Yeah. He's got the he's got the he's he's talented. He can work. He's got the body. He Mm -hmm. cut a promo. Mm -hmm. He kind of has everything.
0: Yeah, but he he's Except not a ten the, out of ten on everything. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's the thing. Is how bad does he want it, and is he willing to leave him behind? And and if he's not, that's cool. Yeah, and I like them goofing around. I like I kind of like the new best friends, and that they're now goofier than ever with uh, chainsaws <laughs> and giant trench coats. Like <laughs> yeah. I like that. They're they're, they're entering Scooby Doo territory a little bit, and I'm yeah. here for it. But I do feel I do lament that career. Like in an alternate timeline, yeah. Trent Beretta mm-hmm. is wrestling Kenny Omega in six star matches. Yeah. And I hate that we aren't probably going to get any of those in yeah, this timeline. that is too bad. We've clearly branched way, way off of the prime timeline. That's all, right. all of us are well aware. Yeah. And have been for years now. <laughs> all right. Let's see. What, what what, okay. Next up, beyond, wait, there was more to this, wasn't there? There's, um, the post-match was Singh, I really like the Wardlow-Satnam Singh standoff. Yeah. And I love we're getting to this through Jay Lethal. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. I wish Satnam would have kind of sh- done a little shake or something mm-hmm. while his foot was getting lifted yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was going- Um, But it's like he's getting there. He's getting yeah. there. And I'm sure he'll get there. It was a great spot for Wardlow. He looked yeah. like a million bucks.
0: It was a great um, way to I'd- like beat him down but not make him look bad.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They gave him uh you know what we love. it's kinda of, I think Taz said it. What we learned is that Wardlow is can't is not quite up to rest to taking on three guys, one of whom is seven four. Right. And uh I think that was just true of almost everybody in AEW. All right. Wait, Yambag Yahtzee.
0: What is Yambag Yahtzee they you got went, this in the notes? They 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 kicked uh, Wardlow in the Yambag and Taz called it Yambag Yahtzee, and I just thought that was worth noting.
1: Taz, t- everything was something or other jones pizza pizza pie plate jones oh yeah he, well fire. he's changed
0: his twitter account his uh, twitter name is now like uh headlock headlock jones or something like that Headlock jones
1: um hammerlock jones I- okay i'm gonna get this out of the way right now because i'm not gonna remember it okay. when we get to the segment where it's relevant my favorite moment of the week in aw Outside of matches, and there is a clear number one match this week, yep. I think. Yes, me too. Is William Regal referring to Taz as Mr. Maniac.
0: Mr. Maniac, yes.
1: Because he originally was the Taz Maniac. Right. I really like that little throwback. It yep. cracked me up. It took me a second to put two and two together, though. Yeah. It took like 30 seconds. Yeah. When I put it together, it cracked me up.
0: So that makes uh, Hook as hook, hook Maniac.
1: Hook Maniac. It's that's his exactly full name. That's right.
0: his uh, his god given name.
1: I hope we get the the AEW produced horror movie one day. Yeah, <laughs> you realize you could do an AEW horror movie where the actual bad guy is a really overzealous Tony Khan sneaking into wrestlers' houses at night trying to sign them. <laughs> like that's the horror movie right there. Like wherever they go, like they're they're at home. They are they go to their mom's house for dinner. Tony Khan comes out carrying a yeah. platter smiling creepily with his eyes bugged out yep. that's the movie right there and i love tony khan yeah okay number four the heat index
0: i have We've got to speed things up here yeah 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 i have uh jamie hater uh really just because the i'm whole very crew happy for me yeah the whole crew but i was just so happy to see jamie hater be the star for the week yeah. That, uh, what, that I had I, to put her on the list. I bumped Chris Jericho off to put her on this is how excited I was for Jamie. I had
1: Chris Jericho on my list. I had him on instead of Jay Lethal. Um, I had Britt on my list, but I had Britt slash Jamie. Yeah. Because I'm really excited to have Jamie back. Yep. And I'm going to say it right now. I really want Britt to have that title around her waist again. Yeah, I'm with you. Thunder Rosa has been a fine champion. He's fine. She cannot live up to what, what Britt Baker brought to the table as champion. Yeah. And I want to have that again, And I think it will help elevate the other women, the other female wrestlers yeah. to have Britt Baker as the heel champion again. And I really hope it happens soon.
0: Yeah. I think if you have Britt, you can spin off Jamie. You can have a great, you probably have a great feud with Tony storm. Uh, yeah. you know, Yeah, you, there's, there's just a lot more you could do with her. And I also,
1: I, you know, yeah. I would not hate down the road seeing a Brit, Brit Baker in a confrontation with Jade Cargill. I'd be really yeah. fascinated. I
0: think if, uh, that'd be an interesting match. I think if, I think if Brit were ever to turn
1: face, that would be a great way to do it. That would be kind of the way to turn her face. Yeah. Maybe, mm-hmm. or, or maybe you turn Jade face like that. There, yeah. you could do a lot of things, but Jamie Hader is the most underused female in this company. Yep. She is a great wrestler. She's really good. Um, She's really good, and we never see her, and I need to see her way more Yeah, because she is way better than Anna J. She is way better than most of the women in AEW. She's one of the, I think, probably the top four for sure Easy. wrestling-wise. yeah. Who, who do you have above her? Serena Deeb. <sighs> right now, do you have Thunder Rosa above her right now? No. August
0: 2022? I don't. I don't.
1: I have her above Thunder Rosa.
0: I I don't know who I would – put her she's over the best yeah i mean i put her under i think really just serena like she's yeah. probably number two for me yeah absolutely. because that's, i mean you know like, I, have I feel like right chris Lander's up there in a lot of ways but but jamie she's is there, better she's not up there but Jamie's unlike. better like yeah yeah and she's just got ring, great personality really good yeah
1: and by the way where the hell is she yeah right everybody booed when she when she lost to ruby soho right and now she's just not on tv Yeah. Although was AEW probably a, got injured for doing some crazy shit in the match.
0: Yeah. Which playing, we're going
1: to talk about later with the dumpster match.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to that. All right, number 3. Uh I just lumped in everybody uh, in the Adam Cole, Young Bucks, Hangman segment because finally it big segment. finally it was also not just like forlorn friends looking at each other sideways yeah. in the hallway and an actual wrestling angle popped out of nowhere. Uh, that was pretty well done um yeah. i think they could have set it up a little better because like he sort of a, there was there was a lot of like you know he it said hey if, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna pick um fish for your partner space yeah uh you know and i was like well when did they talk not about allowed. that you know was that i don't know if it was a yeah. PT thing or what so but it did come out of no, nowhere and, and i think you know the way like jeff Hawkins called it on our the dynamite show on Wednesday night, like wrestling needs more crying kids in the crowd. And, and they got it. They, they got they one, man. Cry. They got one. Yeah. He was horrified to see the bucks get turned on by Adam Cole. Uh, yeah. I, I did see that the parents, by the, way, the parents tweeted, clarify, later.
1: the bucks did not get turned on by Adam Cole. Yeah. They got turned on by Adam Cole.
0: <laughs> right. That took me a second. It, yeah.
1: It was a little, Right. The way you phrased it left it a little up to people's imagination.
0: Well, well, you know who knows how they felt about it,
1: but who knows? That's true. We don't know. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, the kid. I realized in that moment. Yeah, I've been missing that group, and not, and I mean the larger elite. Right, Hangman, Kenny Omega, Mm -hmm. um, Young Bucks, and, and now we have that back. This is definitely a little bit of a. Face ish turn yeah, a little bit because the heels got more heelish and turned on them. Yeah. And this is something we've needed and I'm glad we're, we're getting it back. Yeah. Although literally I think two fifths of this angle can't compete for a while.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: yeah. We'll see what they do. But
0: um anyway, I'm happy to see that I actually take off and actually go somewhere instead of just sort of, you know, Playing ambivalent, and also Hangman had butterflies on his jeans, and then needs to be acknowledged. Which
1: brings us back
0: to Rebel. Yes.
1: If I am Tony Khan and I have put Rebel in charge of outfits, and, and Adam Cole approaches the curtain with those pants on, <laughs> I instruct her to set them on fire immediately. Just see how he made fire. it work. Did he though? I did he? I don't know. Oh my! That's
0: kind of his thing. If though.
1: anybody can pull him off, it's him. Yeah. But man, that was a choice. The ladies love it.
0: I, I women on women do. on Twitter were all about Hangman and the and the butterflies on his jeans. You know what? I've got a really He's going after the discovery demographic, you know.
1: I've got really powerful like social media software right now. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do a search for Hangman Adam Page butterfly jeans yeah. and see what I can pull up and yeah. share those tweets with you. Right. I didn't see it. I was intentionally avoiding we'll see rat like social media that night for wrestling. I need to see this. Yeah. I know I couldn't pull them off. I know the ladies wouldn't like that at all. But uh I can you see done... Hangman
0: pulling it off. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number two. I,
1: I give the butterfly jeans dishonorable mention. Okay. Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. All right. Number two. Uh I got the 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 two big champs, Claudio Castignoli and John Moxley. I would have put uh, uh Blackpool Combat Club as a unit right. again but Yuta yeah. you know just was quite the, 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 the Claudio and John were really the two guys this week
1: I really li- I thought you had a good really good match with Chris Jericho I he really did. liked him I had him in my top 5 as well Yeah he did but Claudio Castagnoli Yeah had the match of the week for me Oh absolutely His match with Takeshita Yeah I which you saw today correct Yes I did. I would watch that match for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, give me like fight forever, legit. I loved that match. Yep. I loved Claudio, and every time I see him, I love him more and more. This is the Claudio I've wa- I've missed for years. Yes. And I'm so glad we have him back. Yep. He is so much better than WWE uh, Cesaro, mm-hmm. and uh, he's my number one champ. Period. Right now, he is who I want to watch. I think so. He's who I want to see top guys wrestle. Yeah. Um I like I like Moxley. I've, I've always liked Moxley. I like him more now than I did at the beginning. The beginning of AEW, I thought it felt like he was playing a character. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like he embodies that character. Yeah. He's better now. Yeah. But man, I don't give a shit next to Claudio. I just want to see Claudio wrestle.
0: Claudio just I really do. he feels like the he feels like the he's got that to be the man you got to meet beat the man vibe. Yeah. And Moxley he is, is more like I'm we're going to go have a brawl. There
1: is an energy yeah. running through Claudio Castagnoli. Right. And I think there's a joy at being able to wrestle again, much like Brian Danielson had yeah. when he came over. Mm-hmm. And I think that is electric and you feel it when you're watching Absolutely. him. Absolutely. that's why I'm drawn to that. I like a brawl as, as much as the next guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Brawls are good. What Claudio has right now is, is freaking everything. Yeah. That is what I want out of wrestling. And, yeah. uh, I really hope we don't not see him for four or five weeks, which is always possible. in right. AEW.
0: There was a great uh, promo that I saw this evening um, that was the, on the AEW Twitter that they posted. That is a, I don't know when they taped it, um, but it was uh, Moxley. It's at all, all of BCC except for Danielson. And mm-hmm. it's, it's whenever they taped it, it's set after the events of the weekend. So it's right. Moxley cutting a promo. He actually cuts a promo on Mance, which I liked. Okay. Um, and man, sir. Old answer and he uh, um and he basically is like wrapping up the week of like black I Wolf like Combat. that. I haven't and, seen that it's really good and he says he basically is like we're the new standard of excellence in wrestling we're dominating two promotions he's like it doesn't matter if it's wednesday night friday night saturday night he said if the if the letters are ROH or the letters are AEW it doesn't matter because the letters that matter are BCC and
1: oh that is awesome. I loved
0: it. And uh
1: and then he That he's, should be that should be something they say every time they come out. Yeah. If you're gonna go for a WWE like uh callback, like yeah, um like shout what is it music? Like the like shout and repeat. Um call and response. I just yeah, call and response. yeah, I, yeah, I drew a blank there. That would yeah. be it. That would be phenomenal.
0: And, uh, you know, so he's like, Claudio, you know, tell me, like, they're they're talking to each other about their respective matches. You know, he's like, yeah. I did this to Mance. Tell me what you did to, to Keshta, you know. And uh, it was just really awesome. And uh, that that would probably be a should have been on Dynamite kind of moment. But now look, maybe they'll show it next week.
1: I send you all the best wrestling TikToks. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. You got to start sending
0: me these okay. things, man. Yeah. I, I'll send it to you.
1: Now my friend um and he didn't start it, my friend Mr. Professor Three One Eight, check him out. He's got over a million followers, and it's almost all off of pro wrestling TikToks. Mm-hmm. He's on TikTok, he's on Instagram. He did one on um like who you are based on your favorite AEW wrestler uh this week. And I thought it was pretty good. It, it was pretty entertaining. And uh I, I don't know if you watched it all the way through, but I thought you'd like the end of it, Kevin.
0: Which one was that?
1: It was um, who you are based on your favorite AEW wrestler. You, did you see that? Oh, one? gosh. I haven't got to that one yet. I think I, I, yeah, yeah. I sent it to an Instagram or text or something. Yeah. And it basically ends with Dax Harwood is the correct is the correct answer. Like, they go through everything. <laughs> like, who, who you are, if yeah. Cassie's your favorite, who you are, if Wardlow's your favorite, who you are, if CM Punk's your favorite. And in the end, it's like, if your favorite's Dax Harwood, you're simply right
0: yeah you're just correct you're simply right I agree. yeah so one of the things in mexico was at the bar next to the bar you you know it's all inclusive so if you just wanted beer or wine or cocktail or whatever like you just say give me a beer and they give you a beer and people would yeah. like literally walk up with like giant yeti coolers and say like mojito por favor and they would just make a gigantic like 44 ounce mojito in your yeti cooler next to that that they had this like blue and white very ornate bottle that i recognized as the tequila that dax harwood drinks no and i was like how much is that you know what's the deal with that and they're like oh no that's that's the premium that's not part of the all-inclusive that's you know you have to buy it and so i was like okay well i may just have to have some tequila and like tag uncle Dax in it or something you should
1: have done that. What do you, do you know the name of the
0: tequila? Uh, Casa Azul. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to go looking uh, for that.
1: I love tequila. 200 I'm gonna bucks go looking for, for
0: a bottle of that. I get paid on Friday. That's okay. <laughs> some payday. We can payday. Tequila. Be able to do this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Payday tequila. Exactly. So by the way, yeah. I just had a wild suspicion and I, I need you to be honest
0: with me here. Okay.
1: Were you at Ty Conti's wedding this weekend? and was i not invited uh
0: i i i can neither confirm or deny son of a yeah that. i knew i knew something was going on yeah. i knew it was something i'm not okay. i'm not going to say i was
1: you're <laughs> you're number 1 on the heat index this week um i had claudio at number 1 okay. I had this man at number 2 yeah
0: i to me it was kanosuke who is the person i came most excited about at the end of the week it's kanosuke Takeshita. Takesh I got the, my, I kind of got my dream of the Tokei streaming network because he was on two episodes of AEW television, and he got was a awesome. A squash of Ryan Nemeth, yes, which was great, which was great, and then a,
1: a killer match with Claudio, and I realized, I don't know, it, it brings me back to the days when 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 Muda was in WCW and yep. you knew it was special and you knew it wouldn't last, yeah. But they never really went all the way with Muda. They never put like a real right. major title on him. He never got the face. Although it's a crazy story about why he didn't turn face. They wanted him to turn face because mm-hmm. they realized the women loved him. Everybody mm-hmm. loved him. But his manager talked him out of it huh. because his manager realized if he turns face, I am out. I don't get a piece of this money anymore because I'm a heel. <laughs> and I don't even remember the manager's name at this point. It was Gary Hart. I literally, it was Gary. Yeah. He talked. He talked Muda okay. out of it, yeah. saying you you won't make any money. Yeah, you'll get sent back to Japan. Yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah. And I feel like they're building. Like we've had him for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have him for a year. Mm-hmm. They've built him up a lot in the last two months. Yeah. Where imagine where he's gonna be in six months?
0: Yeah, people you know? are aching for him now to get a big big win.
1: Yeah, and I think, I think he's, he's going back to Japan player. for a
0: little bit for some shows at DDT and then so and then coming and back, then coming back. But yeah. like, I could see him having a big match at like full gear or something.
1: I know he's nine and he, he walked into the match at nine and five. So he's nine and six. Yeah. He's got a winning record. Mm-hmm. They're all talking about his first big win. Yeah, So his first big wins coming up. Yeah. Don't know who it's going to be against. Um, but I'm really, I'm really into seeing who it's going to be. I, I can't wait to see who I'm assuming Eddie Kingston. Since Eddie, Doesn't have
0: a win. Right. (laughs) It wouldn't hurt him any. Yeah, sure. Why not? He can he can do that. Yeah, why not? Okay. So one thing about Takesta is um uh they did a little bit of genius planning this week with him. Yeah. In that they taped Battle of the Belts before they went live for Rampage on Friday night. Okay. So when he came out and did that squash of Ryan Nemeth live on Rampage. He had already had, that crowd had just seen him have that match with Claudio. Oh, wow. That's wild. So when and he we- came out, like he was, you know, that's that's why you could see a visible difference in like how he had been in the past versus, you know, the crowd was going crazy for him when he was squashing yeah. Ryan Nemeth. And it was all because they had just seen him, you know, half an hour before. Yeah. Uh, have that. And I thought that was brilliant that was brilliant and they he got he got his big he got yeah. a win on right. TV. but on tv it, it was the day before he had the match with Clutch. yeah you know there's something
1: i just realized about the heat index let me let me bring you through this okay. real quick. mance warner yeah Jay lethal yeah jamie hater yeah. adam cole uh-huh. claudio castagnoli kenosha tikeshta yeah not one of those people was in aw a year ago oh wow you know 18 months ago right all yeah. new people I don't know what that means. I haven't really thought about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're making wise choices in the people they bring in. Yeah. And probably a lot of this is the fact that almost all like Kenny Omega's hurt. We have so many people hurt. Even Adam Cole's hurt. Right. Um Claudio's been here, what, a month, two months?
0: Yeah, six and weeks, he's and all like I want to see. Yeah. He and
1: Takeshta have both been here.
0: Right. Just a, couple a couple of months. months.
1: And they're right at the top of this list. That's rare in AEW. Yeah. It's really rare. Um, I'm gonna have to think about this. And we need to talk about it next week. Yeah. But yeah, we'll everybody that's that. hot right now are new to this company. All right.
0: That's really
1: Jamie Hater's probably been here a year. Like, maybe well, she was bottom.
0: in there in the beginning and then she disappeared and then she came back. Yeah, she she probably was the but one who's redebuted. She
1: should have been active yeah. in the women's division the whole time and she hasn't been right. We right. we go months without seeing her. Right. And I'm really glad she's back. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. What what have we not talked about? We have uh let's see.
0: You know, I think the only thing that's probably there's that dumpster match.
1: The dumpster match, the guys were actually in the dumpster. Yeah. And at the end when the dumpster's tipped when the dumpster is, is thrown over, yeah, you see one of their boots you sticking out. You see their foot sticking it. out. And that dumpster is incredibly heavy. Yeah. Incredibly heavy. Maybe they got a fake plastic dumpster, but still, I think I think they got hurt. There's no way they didn't get at least
0: hurt, if not injured. I mean that in that match. That could have snapped his ankle. I yeah. mean,
1: that, that that I'm could sure have... they had some sort of safety thing, like straps for them uh, to hold on to or whatever. I don't know.
0: Still stupid. It was, was stupid. really stupid.
1: Also. I really enjoyed that match because I love the acclaimed, and I never thought about the Ass Boys not being good during that match yeah. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked Jungle Boy trying to murder Tony Schiavone <laughs> with Christian Cage standing nearby. Yeah, I loved that. I love Tony Schiavone he said he almost killed me. Yeah. Um, let's see what else.
0: did was uh, good in the Jericho match. Wheeler,
1: Wheeler, You was really good in the Jericho match. Daniel Garcia is calling out Brian Danielson. I'm hyped about that.
0: Yeah, there's really rumors of a two goes. out of three falls match. Ooh, okay. Uh, I'm into that. Or uh Danielson. I don't know if that's for the pay-per-view or setting up something.
1: And there's no way they're gonna let the brain injury angle completely go. Right. There's no way. Right. And I'm sure the story is right now, he clearly has a brain injury, is why he's not on TV at right. the moment. Um, so that's the week in AEW. Um, we may start needing to rename the boom. The heat index, because that is quickly becoming the most <laughs> powerful part of the show, and I right. like that. Yeah, I really like it because we're talking about the angles that are working. Yeah, um, we might need to come up with an alternate version, which is like
0: the, the people that the should chill be hot but are cold. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, the chill index. Um, all right, let's real quick talk about what's coming up next week, and then we're going to wrap it up.
0: All right, FTR is coming back next week against. It says in action, but we don't know against who. So that hope- means against no nobody. Yeah. Um, Darby Allen versus Brody King in a coffin match. Those have always been good. I'm I'm excited for this match. I'm blown away. It's coming
1: so quickly, yeah. but I'm here for it. I'm excited.
0: I'll be interested to see if 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 they give Darby the win and protect that match for him, or if they use it to. I
1: think they're gonna. Yeah, I think they're I think gonna. So too, I think it'd be smart to have him have a. A very long Undertaker-like history of winning coffee.
0: I think those two guys also, the way they work together, and they clearly like each other and like working together, That they will figure out a way to have Darby win and still keep Brody strong. So I'm looking forward to that. I think so. Yeah.
1: I think so. Lucha Bros versus Andrade
0: and Rush is going to be a banger.
1: That's going to be a great match. Uh, it's Jade good. Cargill
0: versus Madison rain. I'm I'm really interested. I'm, in that. That's really, gonna be really fascinating. And then Moxley versus Jericho for the AEW title.
1: It's hot. This match is hot right now. I'm into it. Yeah. When I haven't been into anything Jericho has been doing for a while. So I'm excited about this. I hope um, Jericho
0: can keep up because it concerns me if like it, yeah. I kind of, uh, I wouldn't go so far to say the Ric Flair last match vibe, but like I was about to you say, you know, he, he can say he's going to be lying hard all he wants. He's not. He's, he can't do that. He can't no. do what he used to do.
1: No, I will it'll love it if he busts see out a magistral cradle the, or something, though. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what how he embodies Lionheart in this match. Yeah. That's something else. I'm if
0: he comes out in the, the yellow do. tights, I'll be all about it. Yeah, and even flow. I'm gonna
1: run through all out real quick. Okay. It's coming up in just under a month. Um Sunday, September fourth, in Now Arena, Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy, Eddie Kingston versus Sammy Guevara, um the Trio Championship t- 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 Tournament finale, and of course. We don't know yet. Yeah. World title match, tag title match. What all is going to happen? Yep. Um, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up. Grand Slam's going to be September twenty first. Um, no should have been on Dynamite this week. It's. I think we're going to start when we find something. We're going to do should have been on Dynamite. Yeah. If there's nothing, we're going to let it go. Yeah. So, from me, from Kevin Ely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, have a great week. We hope to see you back here next Monday. Have a good one, everybody.